Hey Elevate, this second video by Dr. Jody Goins is about bringing out the best in others and creating a healthy, effective culture. As leaders, sometimes we want the best out of people and sometimes we miss wanting the best for our people. Listen to this video about creating a culture, a healthy culture, and how to motivate our teams in the best way we can. Hello, my name is Jody Goins and I have the wonderful honor and opportunity to serve as your Faith Promise Church Elevate presenter today. Today, I will provide you with insights and strategies regarding effective leadership practices for the important responsibility of bringing out the best in others and creating a healthy and productive culture. Today's content will summarize major concepts in a concise fashion. To maximize your leadership investment, I would recommend that you take today's learning material and dive deeper into the content matter by including it in your personal growth plan and in your discussions with your small group and spiritual and leadership mentors. Additionally, I recommend that you read Winning with People by Dr. John C. Maxwell, as some of today's content is attributed to his work and ideas. Before we get started, just as a reminder, leadership is influence. Influence is maximized by relationships. Relationships are forged within effective teams. Effective teams consist of high quality individuals who are committed to a common goal for a unified purpose. Everything hinges on leadership. Building effective teams hinges on leadership. Creating a healthy and productive culture hinges on leadership. Bringing out the best in others hinges on leadership. You get the idea. Everything hinges on leadership and it is the leader's responsibility to bring out the best in others and create a healthy and productive culture. In order for a leader to bring out the best in others and create a healthy and productive culture, the leader must ask himself or herself four questions. Those four questions are, are we prepared for relationships? Are we willing to focus on others? Can we build mutual trust? Are we willing to invest in others? All four questions and the answers to each of those questions are essential in bringing out the best in others and creating healthy and productive cultures. Let's dig deeper into each of those questions. The first one, are we prepared for relationships? Well, we have to ask ourselves, and we have to really focus on this notion of who we are determines how we see others. This is often referred to as the lens principle. How do you currently see people? Are you cynical of people until they give you a reason to see them differently? Or do you see people in a positive light until they give you a reason to see them otherwise? The answer to that question is typically determined by five factors. The first one, genetics. There's good news and there's bad news with this particular trait. The good news is you don't have a choice. The bad news is you don't have a choice. Genetics are what they are. The second attribute though, self-image, you do have a choice. A person with a negative self-image will expect the worst, while the person with a positive self-image will expect the best for themselves. But let me give you a third option, which I would recommend as the best option. And that is to have a positive and accurate self-image. 
Typically, these individuals are likely to be highly successful, see others as highly successful, and gravitate towards other successful people. Other attributes that determine how you see life or who we are are our experiences in life, our attitude and choices about those experiences, and the friends that we associate ourselves with. Now this one is so important. I'm often reminded of one of my very close friends as I was a high school administrator at one time. This individual had such a profound impact on me because they set a great example with their actions matching their words each and every day, and this individual would frequently speak wisdom, confidence, and belief into my life. That individual determined how I saw life and how I saw other people because of the way they interacted with me. Who we are determines what we see, how we see others, how we view life, and ultimately determines what we do. The second question, are we willing to focus on others? Leadership is an others-oriented proposition. Leadership cannot be just about yourself. Leadership has to be about others. It has to be about teams. And in order to bring out the best in others and to build effective teams and create healthy and productive cultures, we have to ask ourselves, are we willing to invest in others? So here's what I would ask you or the statement I would want you to remember. Each person we meet has the potential to teach us something. This is often referred to as the learning principle. What's your attitude when it comes to this particular statement? Are you that person that's arrogant, who thinks no one can teach me anything? Are you that naive person who says, someone can teach me anything? Unfortunately, someone cannot teach you everything or anything. I would challenge you to have the most important attitude when it comes to trying to bring out the best in others and creating healthy and productive cultures, and that is a teachable attitude. And the theory behind that is everyone can teach me something. Let's say that again, a teachable attitude. Everyone can teach me something. Effective leaders are able to build effective teams, bring out the best in others, and create healthy, productive cultures because they're teachable. When you're teachable, you exhibit the following characteristics. You make learning your passion. Learning is fun. You learn because you know that learning means improvement. Improvement means more effective leadership, and more effective leadership means that you're gonna be able to bring out the best in others. You value people. People who are teachable value people. When you value people, you're able to create an atmosphere that is positive and it's an atmosphere that can be more productive. Teachable leaders are also good at developing relationships with growth potential. They identify people's uniqueness and strengths and they ask questions. I love asking questions. If I don't understand something, I'm gonna ask the question. And I would want someone who is wanting to be an effective leader or they're seeking to build an effective team, I want them to ask me questions. The next principle we're gonna focus on or the statement that we, we need to examine is believing the best in people usually brings out the best in people. Think about that. How many of us truly believe the best in people? How many of us are cynical of others? I would argue that when we believe the best in people, it brings out the best in people. This is often referred to as the number 10 principle. 
I want you to think about three thoughts related to this principle. The first one, everybody needs somebody. Number two, our disappointment in a few people should not stop us from believing in people. We've all been disappointed. We've all been let down. We all have scars. But our disappointment in a few people should not stop us from believing in people. The final thought that I'd want you to think about for that statement is expressing belief in people's potential encourages them to reach their potential. I'll give you another example. Once again, as I've already mentioned, I used to be a high school administrator. There was this individual that I used to work with. He was my supervisor at the time, and he spoke absolute belief, confidence, and wisdom into my life every single day. But it wasn't just that. This person would speak predetermination into my life. They would paint a picture for me of what I could, what I could accomplish or where my life could go if I did certain things. That person provided me with growth potential because they believed in me and they communicated that potential to me. The next statement that I'd want you to think about as we seek to really understand how to create healthy and productive cultures while also bringing out the best in people is we have to be interested in people. People are interested in the person who is interested in them. Aren't you? People who are interested in you, you're generally interested in them. So how are we interested in people? How do we really communicate that we're interested with somebody? First and foremost, we have to become a good listener. Become a good listener. You don't always have to be the one dominating the conversation. You don't always have to be the one communicating the expectation. Sometimes it's just best to sit down and listen. It's amazing the wealth of information and knowledge that you can gain by becoming a good listener. The second one, fairly common sense, but a lot of leaders miss this. And it's this notion of just smiling, being approachable, making sure people are comfortable as they interact with you. The next question that we need to evaluate in order to help build healthy and productive cultures and to really understand how to bring out the best in people is, can we build mutual trust? How do we accomplish this? I'll give you one principle. Being at ease with ourselves helps others be at ease with us. This is commonly referred to as the approachability principle. Leaders who aspire to create healthy and productive, productive cultures must build mutual trust between themselves and their team members. Behaviors that can significantly add to a leader's ability to establish mutual trust are personal warmth. I'm not saying you have to be warm and fuzzy all the time, but people have to truly understand that you like them, you like interacting with them, you like hearing about their day, you like hearing about their successes, you like hearing about their difficulties. You have to be approachable and you have to display personal warmth because you truly like people. Also, you have to have an appreciation for the differences in people. There is no two people who are the same. Also, consistency of mood. You cannot have a leadership situation and expect a healthy and productive culture when the leader one day is extremely positive and the next day is extremely negative. Consistency of mood making sure people know how you're going to react to certain situations. The final two traits and behaviors that I would recommend, sensitivity toward other people's feelings, 
an ability to forgive easily and quickly ask for forgiveness. One of the final principles I would like to talk to you about in terms of building and a healthy and productive culture and making sure we bring out the best in others is noticing that the trust between you and your teammates is the foundation of any relationship. This is commonly referred to as the bedrock principle. Trust is a key ingredient in the development of a healthy and productive culture. But trust begins with yourself. You have to be a trustworthy leader to establish a trustworthy environment. Trust works like a bank account. Sometimes you can make deposits into that bank account where you have allowed your words to match your actions. But sometimes if you don't allow your words to match your actions, then that gets deducted from your bank account. And if you do that enough, unfortunately, you'll get to the point where your bank account is empty and then you have a really toxic leadership and teamwork environment. Mutual respect and trust creates a healthy environment. First, it not only creates trust, but it also creates a foundation for all relationships that engenders servanthood. People almost can't stop themselves from helping and serving someone they deeply respect. Albert Einstein once said, only a life lived for others is worthwhile. Make sure you're leading others and serving others with trust as your foundation, and I assure you that your life will be worthwhile. One final thought as we get ready to conclude. Ask yourself this question, are we willing to invest in others? Here's the statement or the principle I want you to think about. The true test of relationships is not only how loyal we are when friends fail, but how thrilled we are when they succeed. This is called the celebration principle. New York Times best-selling author and leadership guru John Maxwell says, my success can, achieve, can be achieved only with others. My lessons can be learned only from others. My weaknesses can be strengthened only by others. My servanthood can be tested only under others' leadership. My influence can be compounded only through others. My leadership can be focused only on others. My best can be given only to others. My legacy can be left only for others. So, I should commit myself to and celebrate with others. In order for us to bring out the best in others, leaders must invest and celebrate with others. Remember, when you're building effective teams, and you're seeking to bring out the best in others, and you're seeking to create healthy and productive cultures, you have to review the four questions. Are we prepared for relationships? Are we willing to focus on others? Can we build mutual trust? And are we willing to advance, invest in others? The answers to those questions and how you implement the principles we've talked about today will determine whether or not you're able to bring out the best in others as an effective leader and are able to create healthy and productive cultures.